0: Welcome to the HR Tech 24-7 podcast, the home of HR and payroll technology news. Listen as we chat to industry leaders about the topics that are facing HR and payroll companies today and discover more about the world of HR technology.
1: Hi, and welcome to another Coffee in 15 with myself, Bob Rehill, founder and chief innovator here at HR Tech 24-7. Going to be joined today by Fiona McKee from the HR practice, where we'll be talking about some of the challenges that both startups and SMEs have around actually how they look after their employees and contracts of employments and policies, etc. Let's go and have a chat with Fiona and see what she's got to say. Hi, Fiona. Well, wonderful to connect again. How have you been keeping?
0: Yeah, really well, Bob. What
1: about yourself? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Well, yeah. listen, Fiona, look, we've worked on some clients together, and we've had some great connections in the past, and 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 loved to have this coffee chat today. You know, we're going to be talking a bit about um, small businesses, what they do well, what they do, what they don't do so well, and even um, some of the SMEs as well. But before we go into that, do you want to tell the people listening in or watching the video or listening into the podcast who you are, Fiona?
0: Sure. So, um. Great for the the, the chat, Bob. Um, I'm Fiona McKay. I am the founder of the HR practice, specifically set up to um, support merger and acquisition, but also to look after sort of SMEs and um, startup businesses with their HR requirements, so HR consultancy.
1: Fantastic. And we know that more recently, the number of startups, you know, with COVID, with the working from home, um, The whole SaaS world and technology, people are starting up companies left, right and center, not just in the HR space or or tech space, but in in general business terms. Right. And the HR practice, I assume, isn't around HR companies. It's about any business out there. So with the boom of people in small businesses, startup companies, what's really what's interesting for me is what are people doing right, but also what people not doing so well and what sort of things are you seeing uh, happening out there?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's amazing. Um, One of the positives out of COVID, I would say, has been the amount of startups, actually, as people have had to um, change their ways of working. Um, And in terms of things that I think are really brilliant about your SME or your startup, is um, you join a business and you just get such exposure to everything in the business. You're not sort of sat in one area. You can do lots of different things. Um, And I think that is a real great people experience. And also, when we think about coming from corporates, you know, when you think about innovation, that actually becomes an objective. But in a startup, that's natural. It yeah. doesn't have a label, right? But it just happens. So it just happens that people innovate and improve whatever it is they're doing. And so I think that's really terrific from a sort of development of people perspective. In terms of, you know, the bits that maybe get missed in an SME or a, a startup is the whole compliance piece with HR. So things like contracts of employment. So they have, uh, they need to be there from day one. So you used to have four weeks, but that changed a couple of years ago. So from day one, you must give employees a contract of employment. Um, right to work checks have just changed on the first of October again. So again, there. yeah, these are like really super important compliance matters that have to get taken care of. Um, and then there's the pension scheme with auto-enrollment. So these sort of areas are super important and totally understandable if you're like, um, trying to run your business that you forget about these things, right? So um, you don't give them the attention that perhaps you should just because you know, you're, you're so busy with other things. And that's where I think um, having us at an hr consultant
1: can really help you I, and, then- and listen you know I, and, and i'm the same right because i'm a startup business or a small business anyway i've been going for a number of years but and and we're going to be using you to help actually because it's you know we had that conversation Fiona. but you're right the last thing on my mind as a founder and ceo and as someone that's investing in a business. Is I want to generate business. I want people, absolutely. and I get on with it. And yes. actually, the last thing in my mind is: Is my paperwork up today? And is my contracts up today? And I'm actually, absolutely. am I am I helping making sure my employees are are protected as well? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think you know, it's. It's just not something you think about, unless you're someone like me who does this for a living. Um, um, And then there's the whole piece, I think, that's also really important. It's a bit softer, but it's so important. And that's about the onboarding experience, the whole employee experience. You know, make sure people have got their equipment on day one. You know, it only takes like that to trundle on to a week. And your friends are maybe texting to say, like, how's the new job going? And you're thinking, mm, not that great, actually. I've been a week and I haven't got whatever my laptop or whatever it is I need. And then that impacts your employer brands. So, you know, you need to be so aware of making sure that everyone's got what they need on day one. And you're prepared and the person feels welcomed. And um, you don't have to have any fancy onboarding process, not at all. Just make sure you've got the basics in place. That would absolutely be my advice.
1: Absolutely. And, and you know, the more I the more I hear you talking about this, Fiona, and the more I reflect on the, even my business, but others that I know as well. And I spend time supporting and guiding startups as well. And yeah. that's it as a non-exec director on a couple of startups uh, and et cetera. And, and you're right. The last thing on our agenda half the time is our talent. Right. And our our people management. And actually, you're right. We're bringing innovation is always there from day one for a startup company because you have to go in and you have to chip in everywhere you learn everything and yeah. you get involved and as you as you grow then you, you become more specific and in, in areas so you, you're always innovating um and actually how does that get reflected in people's contracts of employment and actually also now the whole thing around hybrid working working from an office etc and how many people may have started their business five years ago but actually haven't come back and revisited some of their Contracts of employments and the and their, and, their, and the manuals right and employment manuals. So, again, are you seeing lots of that at the moment?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, we're getting quite <clears throat> we've got quite a lot of work looking at sort of maybe employee handbooks where they, maybe as you say they've been relevant five years ago, but we only have to look at the amount of changes. It's just constant and and with as data say um, Brexit, um, we're going to repeal a lot of that European legislation. So even something that's relevant today, it's not going to be relevant in six or 12 months' time. So absolutely. Um, and we know that um, the talent just now is incredibly hard to get. So it's just the labour market is really intense. Yeah. And therefore, when you get someone, you want to keep them. So you want to have all these things in place so that it feels like a, there's a bit of structure there. And then, you know, you can leave it there you can perhaps consider getting someone like an HR consultant to say actually i'll take care of that so one of the things um, that you can do is just get some on retainer or something and um, they'll take care of all that for you so you actually don't have to think about it again but it's just getting the basics in place is the important
1: thing and i think many organizations and smes and startups actually don't understand the consequence of getting it wrong actually and and actually you know what some examples would it be you know for a a startup founder say well actually if you don't get your contracts of employment your handbooks your policies correct what are some of the consequences um, well I
0: think especially when you think about if you don't have processes in place and you don't understand the, the employment framework then You can easily end up in hot water in terms of, you know, most people talk about, well, within two years you can get rid of somebody. It's not a problem, but it is actually a problem, right? So it's a problem, one, for your employer brand, right? You don't want to be treating people badly. But two, if there's any protected characteristics, which you may not know about, um, then they've got employment rights from day one. So I think, you know, that's like, there's lots of people caught out with that. They don't appreciate that's the situation. And look, we can all go to Google and we can all try and figure it out ourselves. Most people don't have time. And no matter what the topic, we know how um diverse Google is, right? So you might get it right, you might not. So, um yeah, there's lots of pitfalls. And I think things like pension, rights to work. I mean, these are like major compliance issues if you get them wrong in your a, a contract of employment. So I think, you know, these are really, I would really call out to the small businesses and the entrepreneurs, get that piece right. Um, and you'll not go far wrong, you know. And, if you get and,
1: right. And on reflection, uh, Fiona, because I know you do some work with some larger organisations as well, yep. helping them with their acquisition strategies and divestments, et cetera. They still get it wrong as well, right? oh
0: percent. yeah they'll have to they'll have the the contracts they'll have the compliance in place that'll be okay yeah. but a manager might say the wrong thing you know and it might be that um they've not had the appropriate training or whatever um and it, it goes wrong there as well so it's not all about small businesses Um, larger businesses corporates do have the processes in place and they will absolutely have their handbooks up to date but there's no legislating for what someone's going to say or do. And when I talk to my clients, I always say to them, I'm not here to judge you, so just tell me everything. Yeah. Tell me yeah. everything. It doesn't matter what you've done. Once and a while, when we can talk about how we can fix it or what we need to do about that. But, you know, there's nothing worse than dancing around the handbags for a couple of meetings before you get to the sort of crux of the matter. So I always say, just tell me as it is. Look, I won't be surprised. Um, and, and that works well, because then you can start moving on with a solution.
1: Absolutely. And and listen, you know, we can talk about this subject for, for, for ages, actually, Fiona. And, and, you know, I think you know it's really important that those listening into this conversation, those list, uh, watching the, the webinar, as well as the podcast series, really do take a little bit of a, a 30 second to a minute to say, are we compliant? And are we as a business making sure that we're looking after our people um, because don't underestimate what that might have, um, as a consequence of ne- not getting it right. But actually, the, the consequences of getting it correct could be far greater and, and provide you a workforce that's engaged and motivated and feels like you know they're working for an employer of choice, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think you know, in sort of smaller businesses, all so you talked about hybrid working, but and people tend to think. Well, they won't be able to accommodate that, but often they're much more agile and they will accommodate it because they don't have a whole load of bureaucracy and red tape to go through. So do you know I think there's that whole um piece where that helps with engagement as well, um and it helps you retain talent, which that's what we're all after at the end of the day, isn't it?
1: It is. Fiona, I love your your insights and I think the message we're giving to those listening in is don't be frightened of having a look at your HR policies, your handbooks, your contracts and employment, organisations like yours, but there are many others out there, right? We, Absolutely. You know, We're a completely independent sort of platform, just saying, make sure you look after your people, make sure that you've got the right paperwork in place, policies uh, and the guys in place and handbooks. Um, and ultimately, that's a benefit for, for both parties, right? Both the employer yeah. from a protection perspective and an employee from a protection and, and motivation perspective as well. Absolutely. But, But listen, Fiona, I I know that if anyone wants to get more information about what you do or actually some insights, you've got a stand on HR Tech. And thank Mm -hmm. you for being a a supporter of what we do at HR Tech. Really appreciate uh, you being involved. Um, My call out to those listening in, please visit uh, the HR practice stand on the the site. If you want to reach out to Fiona directly, her details will be at the end of this this webinar as well um, or on the stand as well. So all that leaves me to say, Fiona, thank you for providing some of that insight. Um, Thank you. Hope you have a wonderful day ahead and look forward to catching up with you again soon. Yeah,
0: likewise. Cheers, Bob.
1: Take care. Bye now.
0: This podcast was brought to you by HR Tech 24 7. For more information, please visit hrtech247.com. Want to feature in a future episode of the HR Tech 24-7 podcast? Click on the link in the bio to find out how you can get involved.